Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Today we're going to talk about buying Florida, and uh, we're going to talk about credit. Actually, there's three parts of pre-qualifying for a mortgage, and uh, we're going to break it down in a series. One, we need to know your credit. Two, we need to know your income. And three, funds to close. But I think in this episode, we're going to concentrate simply on credit. And people just don't really understand. It's just information to have when you're pre-qualifying for a loan. Because your credit scores are predicated on your credit scores. Absolutely. So let's go over a conventional loan, which means Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, where you put anywhere from 3% down or more for that loan, they're credit score buckets. And, and people don't know. So here you go. Uh, the best scores that you can get are 740 and greater. That's going to give you the best interest rate and the lowest PMI. PMI is private mortgage insurance when you put less than 20% down. The next bucket is 720 to 739. That could affect your rate by an eighth and your PMI as well. Then you come to the bucket of 680 to 719. That is a third bucket of which the rate and the PMI will vary according to that credit score. And then below for a conventional loan, it goes from 620 to 679. And you're gonna get hit for PMI and an interest rate. And it does, uh, the PMI does jump up significantly. Obviously, it's according to the amount of money you put down, but still it does affect you. And uh, those are just the terms that I wanted to share with you on credit scores and what you should be looking at. And you say, well, how do I look at my credit? Well, you can go to Credit Karma or maybe through your credit card, they have your credit scores. Is it accurate? No, it's not accurate. But it gives you a range and it gives you an idea. And that's what you want. There's no hard pulls on it. So if you can go to Credit Karma or the other credit cards to find out your scores, it kind of gives you an idea. And it could be higher, it could be lower, or it could be the same, but never really the same. Usually it's higher or a little bit lower. But again, it gives you the range. Now we talk about other financing. We talked about conventional loans that went from a minimum score of 620 to you know, above 800. What about FHA? Well, FHA uh, does lower scores. In fact, you don't get hit so hard because the PMI, that monthly PMI, is fixed on the loan. And the rate is better than you'd get on a conventional loan, but the PMI stays on forever. But let's talk about credit. That's what we're discussing today in our podcast. So the credit score can go as low as 580 on a, on a, on a situation. Now, obviously, it's got to be reviewed and you can't have so many lates, but it can. 
really the rates that are good are really from 620 and above on FHA. And obviously you go higher, it gets better, but we know the PMI is fixed, but it is for life. Then we come to another source and we want to talk about VA. VA goes to a minimum credit score of 620 and basically it's the same rate pretty much up and down. So 620 or better, you're in great shape and you're able to get a VA loan with that kind of credit score. So we went over different credit scores, but maybe we've got to really identify, do we have credit? And what do we do to get credit? That's a great question. You know, a lot of people starting out like the millennials, they don't have any credit. They've been using their debit card. So I'm going to teach you how to get credit for those that don't have it in six months. It does take six months, but you will have credit. For those that do not have any credit except a debit card, I recommend that you go to your bank. And at your bank, you ask for a secure credit card. What does that mean? Well, if you give them $300 cash to the bank, they'll give you a secured credit card. Again, not a debit card, a secured credit card. And then what do you do with it? Well, this is what happens. When you get that credit card for $300, which of course is backed up by your $300 cash, the first thing you do is you max it out to $300. And you ask why. Well, you're setting the limit. Okay, you're setting the limit to 300. And then what you do after you set it to 300 that very first month, you pay it off. And what happens? Well, in months two, three, four, five, and six, for the next five months, you only put $100 on there. So you have about a 33% usage off your high limit. That will increase your scores. I can't tell you how many times that I've seen people Get a credit card for 300, put 100, pay it off, put 100, pay it off. Remember, you took it to 100. That's the highest you took it. Even though you have a limit of 300, you only took it to 100. And guess what? You did that every month. So it's kind of essentially a maxed out credit card. That'll affect you negatively on your credit report and on your credit scores. So again, you may pull that credit card and get it in three or four months, you may see it on Credit Karma. Very may well. But getting a mortgage, it takes six months of usage. Max it out and put $100 every month thereafter paying it off. So there your scores will jump up and you'll be eligible to get financing the quickest and easiest way. Let's talk about your credit. You definitely want to keep your credit scores up. And how do you do that? Well, if you have credit, you don't want maxed out credit cards. And I've heard it. I pay it off every month. But remember, when we pull your credit, we're looking at the previous month. So we look at the previous month. You might have had a credit card for 2000 You took it to 2000 And then it reported and you paid it off. But see, we're going to see that last month's statement. We pull the credit report from the 9th onward of the month, and it'll show the previous month. So we're looking at last month. So really, ideally, you want to keep your credit cards anywhere from 30 to 40% of the high limit of what you've used. That will help you with your credit scores. I can't tell you how many professionals, income producing, 
gazillion dollars in the bank and they do with their credit they've been doing and their scores are so low. So the best way to improve your credit is really to keep it at a 35, 30, 40% usage and they will go. One of the things that I want to share with you as well is if you dispute on your credit report and you have disputes, I just recently had a closing where there was two disputes, a medical and a credit card that just wasn't hers. And so we, the lender will not close on a mortgage with disputes on the credit report. So we asked to have the disputes removed. It dropped a whopping 66 points below the hard deck of getting her financing, which leads me to the next thing. We do have what they call simulators. We can look at your credit scores and see if there's things that we could do to improve it. Now, unfortunately, she went down 66 points, but by simply paying off one little collection of $400, it would give her 55. So it took about three or four days, but we got her back and she closed on her mortgage. So there are simulators that go on your credit report. So it's really great to you know work with a broker, someone that has access to uh, a simulator to see what can be done. We're not a credit repair company in any way, shape, or form. It's just the basics of 33 years of doing mortgages and seeing what's going out there. And so really, again, from our little class that we've done so far, the higher the credit score, the what? The lower the rate and the lower the PMI. And so those are the things you want to concentrate on. You want to have strong credit. Credit is definitely going to make your payments lower overall and really make you a much happier candidate on the home because a lower rate, lower PMI might be able to get us a little bit more in price. And again, when we look at homes, we always look at what you're comfortable with in terms of a mortgage payment, not what you maximum qualify for. So having great credit will achieve that and get you where you need to be. Credit is vital. Let's talk about other things. We really talked about going with a conventional loan. We talked about a VA and FHA. But what about you have a bankruptcy and you didn't meet the timeline to get any of these loans that we just discussed? What if you had a foreclosure recently? You had a short sale recently, a chapter 13 or a seven. Well, we do have opportunities to do financing because your credit is going to be affected. So the real podcast on this as well is, hey, you went through this kind of hardship on your credit report, right? Because it's going to show up. So we definitely want to see what we can do. Now, we're not in the year 2008. Those days are gone. But more and more products are coming available to situations where on your credit, you had a recent foreclosure, a recent bankruptcy, a short sale, you know, foreclosure. And with that, what do you have? Well, again, it's dependent on your credit score, how long those events took place. Was it a year ago, three months ago? And that will affect your rate as well. So the credit score plus the time that these incidents took place. So don't give up. There's a great opportunity to buy a home even if you've fallen in the category on your credit report where it's not stellar and you've had an unfortunate situation happen and everybody's been there and everybody's been through it. So don't worry about it. And what we do when we look at it and you've had one of those uh, unfortunate situations, we kind of compare it to what you're paying for in rent 
than what your mortgage payment would be. And if they coincide and it's comfortable, maybe it's okay to pay a little bit higher rate. And also, you know, you have to put more money down. So these are the things that we have that regard credit. There are a lot of factors. But the great news is uh, buying Florida, there's so many opportunities. And, you know, with your credit scores, depending on what your situation may be, there's opportunities to buy a home. And you just got to contact me and let me know. My contact information is there. And uh, shoot me an email. uh, Text me. Let me know what I can do to help answer questions on your credit. Florida is booming. That's the state that I concentrate in. I concentrate on the whole state of Florida. And so many programs coming up and about that uh, it's just opportunity to buy a home where maybe it wasn't there, you know, seven years ago. And the doors are opening up. So in our little podcast today, we talked about the credit. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about income. That's going to shock you because you know how hard it is to get a mortgage. We're going to go over different scenarios on investment properties and primary residence. So that's all for the day. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And no, credit is the one that we want to talk about and we want to have great credit. I'm Didier. You're buying Florida. And I appreciate you taking time to listen to my podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.